Welcome to this special bonus episode of the Passive House Podcast. I'm Zach Semke, Director of Passive House Accelerator, and we are pleased to be sharing a series of bonus episodes recorded at FiusCon 2022 in Chicago. These interviews were made possible by generous support from StoCorp and Zola Windows. In this interview, Passive House Accelerator's Director of Publications, Mary James, interviews Tessa Bradley of the Artisans Group. Enjoy. Well, welcome, Tess Bradley, to um, the Passive House Accelerator podcast here at FIAS. It's exciting to see you, and you have been a part of FIAS for a long time. Yes, from almost the inception. Yeah, just shortly thereafter. But your firm has undergone a big change. Yes, I think I think if you're smart, you're always evolving, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've grown quite a bit in the last year. We have 11 employees, and we're doing about twice the volume we were last year. Um, most of it's passive house, which is pretty exciting. Um, so in addition to all of the single-family residences, which has always been a big part of what we do, we're doing a lot of larger-scale projects now. So mixed, you are. Yeah, doing mixed-use passive house projects. Um, just, uh, all over in the Pacific Northwest, mostly. Um, and I'm designing uh, the largest Habitat for Humanity project, maybe, in the country. I'd have to look and see, maybe the second largest. Um, it's 120 units, so we're doing a neighborhood. Wow. And I'm hoping to make that entire neighborhood passive house. Um, that's so. very exciting. I was just reading very about the, cool shit. <laughs> a district in Munich that's all passive house. And I was Amazing. like, why don't we have that? But... We're working okay, on it. Okay, you're working on it. Uh, so where is this going to be? That's going to be in Olympia. So it's a it's a private-public kind of partnership in the sense that um, the lot is being provided by City of Olympia. It's a 10-acre lot um, in like a um, sort of a neighborhood density area. Um, and uh, that's that's a really exciting project for us right now. We're, we're going in for land use pretty soon. And uh, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. intense. We're kind, of, we're kind of figuring out the like metrics and the costs of the passive house piece of it. Um, you know, they're in a, in a different kind of um, challenge because they don't, can't charge more for their buildings if their buildings cost more. Because it's all based on, you know, what the person makes. It's a 30 to 80 percent AMI. Um, so it's a very different model than your, like, your average developer. Um, so kind of figuring out what metrics matter the most to them um, has is, is been pretty interesting. So I know you've done a lot with prefab, and I'm not... Um, is this? Are there going to be prefabricated components? They very well could be. Um, so but you're not quite there yet. We're not quite there yet. We're in really early, like pre-design stages. Um, we have to figure out the most cost-effective way to deliver the project, um, and that very well. I've had some conversations with our preferred prefab company, Collective Carpentry. Um, so we are in con- discussion about it, and I think it'll really probably just come down to the financial metrics. But the project is at a scale that's quite large for Habitat, so they need a way to deliver the project you know, faster than their usual process. So um, there's a lot, uh, a lot of moving pieces right now. Right, because all the Habitat projects I've heard about, are there's a large volunteer labor component yes. to getting them built. Yes. Is that going to be the case with a multifamily? So I think that they, so the project is very interesting in that it's a land lease model. So Habitat will own the um, property in perpetuity, and you will buy the house right on the property. 
Um, and it's going to be a mix of senior co-housing, as well as townhouses, as well as four large multifamily buildings that, for all intents and purposes, is like a co-op, but it's sort of like a condo, um, like a condo co-op would be a good way to describe it. Um, so uh, they will likely use their usual methodologies to build the senior housing and the townhouses because it's similar enough to what they normally do that, that that's very achievable. Um, we are probably going to have the multifamily buildings built by a general contractor since that will be quite different than their usual methodology. Wow. Really breaking all barriers. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. We're going to take a thing that's hard and make it harder. Why not? <laughs> never stopped us before, right, Mary? <laughs> <laughs> your firm, I mean, is probably better known. Obviously, you know, you're moving into larger projects for your yeah. single-family home. I would say so, yeah, certainly. It's been our bread and butter a long time. Mm-hmm. And so uh, how many of those are, just out of curious, are you using prefab? Almost all of them. Almost all of them I would now. say 80 to 90% of what's coming off our boards now in 2022 is prefab. That's so interesting. You know, and I think the builder shortage has a lot to do with it. Uh Um, And for us, you know, because of the builder shortage, we are training a lot of builders locally to do this kind of work and be partners with us in it. Um, And one of the best ways to do that is to prefab because it really takes, you know, a really big burden off of them for like their first passive house, you know. Um, I feel like it's a very good stair-step methodology for, for how to get people trained up in it without it being like, oh, my God. Like, just so overwhelming. What do I do? How do I do it? It's like, well, a really big piece of it's kind of already figured out. Um, so you just, you know, right. you just have to figure out the rest of it. And right. So it's, it's, You're putting on the trimming. Yes. <laughs> but you don't have to figure yes. out the main course. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, it's the steak. We've got the steak figured out, and the builder can do the mashed potatoes and, right. the, and the veggies. So um, the has this taken a shift for you in how you design the buildings and and how you um, get your other employees sort of up to speed on working with prefab. How has that been for you? It's been great. You know, I have to say we have a lot. Um, we started marketing uh, to women a lot. Um, you know, come work for a women-owned firm. Um, your boss will be a woman. You know, good luck finding that in architecture, right? Um, and I feel like women are such an untapped resource in our industry. Um, that we actually haven't had problems hiring. We have people beating down our door to work for us. Um, And I feel like all of our competitors are having trouble hiring. So that's been a really wonderful, unique blessing in our little niche. Um, And then, you know, getting people trained up in Passive House. Gosh, I mean, we're just, we're so focused on it. It's such a big part of our firm that I feel like, you know, everyone from the fresh out of college architect in training that's on staff to our really experienced staff has done lots of different kinds of projects. I feel like they're all learning something new about Passive House all the time. Because I know I am. And I'm my co-principal, Rusa, who I own our company with, she is. You know, I mean, we it's amazing. You, you never stop learning in Passive House, I feel like. That's so exciting. And it's, um, I think, encouraging for people who maybe are just getting into it and, you know, kind of struggling with how to create the right details. It's encouraging to know that it's... You know, it's not just you struggling. There's, oh, yeah. There's always new topics to explore. I just feel like even though I've done so many prefab passive houses at this point, I still run into, like, that that new condition where you're just like, what the hell? Yeah, how did this happen? And why is it like that? And what do I do about it? You know, like, it happens to everybody, no matter how much experience you have. 
That's great. It's not a formula that no. you can apply. <laughs> the minute you solve it, you're going to create a new problem you haven't solved yet. You know, like. <laughs> well, that's great. I think you know, curious people are drawn to Pasapas. So yeah, right. <laughs> There's a, life, a <laughs> lifetime of interest there. It's like a way to pre-qualify all of your favorite people in your group, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, well, I just, uh, I look forward to seeing, you know, visiting your website. I hope other people do, too, because you have beautiful work. And We um, just rebranded, so you'll have to let me know what you think of the new logo. Okay. I want your feedback. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we've, we've got some cool things uh, happening in 2022 and 23. Uh, we've been invited to go after a large school project that would be a Passive House retrofit in Seattle with a larger firm. So it would be a partnership. Great. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Thanks so much for stopping by. Thanks, Mary.